Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Art. I'm Lane. I'm Brian. And this is episode... And we have Warren back. Listen yeah. to those sweet vocals. <laughs> yeah. It's good to be back. Taking us forgot, off. Forgot how to hold this mic, you know? It's just all coming back to you. You're holding it awkwardly. I can tell. It's like a little teacup. <laughs> yeah, that's really weird. Just finger, yeah, you know, fingertips. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds better that way. Pinky out. Teeth so you've been gone for uh, six, six episodes. Six episodes. Three weeks. Um, had a child. Pay cut. You birthed a child. We're not paying you for those weeks. I did everything. Yeah. Yeah. You did it all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I have a baby baby boy, Andrew, um, future DWA member, I hope. We'll see. Save, well, hashtag save the manuals. You got him a 944 Turbo already, right? So Yeah. Yeah, it's right exactly. There. You got a model. <laughs> I was wondering, that. how old do you have to be to buy your kid remote control cars? Is mm. it like six months old? Three months, three, <laughs> yeah, two weeks. Like He's not going to assemble it at six months. No, I mean you're going to be assembling it. Most early toys is basically. You can put all it in, about, his, in his room right now. Yeah, it's all it's all to, to um, influence him. It's right? just for decoration, man. <laughs> it's to like uh, absorb it. Yeah. So that uh, not to go on side uh, side track too much, but we went to Solvang. As a family, last summer, I think I like it was. Solvang. Um, we went down soup. to Palm Springs, yeah. and on the way back, we stopped in Solvang. We we stopped there at lunch. That's kind of your spot. Walked around. It's kind you, of our family spot. It. Yeah, yeah. We like it. I can see Lane so, retiring in Solvang. It's, <laughs> it's cool for, for kids. <laughs> and stuff. There's a lot of like old-school toy shops and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like so we go to this toy shop, and my daughter, who's two and a half now, she was like a year and a half. And there's, she's just stuck on the little cars, right? These little toy cars. And she puts us like, it was a BMW Z3. She puts it on the ground. It's like a, it's a very small little model car. Yeah. And she's sitting, she goes to sit on it. <laughs> and she's trying to like move around, like ride Get it. Get into it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> huh. But she got a, uh, or was that for your older daughter? But the Porsche. Yeah, little it was for my older daughter, but she has it. Yeah. That's pretty rad. It's a Porsche. Something nine, really. nine, six. They, they make all kinds of shit. Yeah. yeah, they make like X5s and I've seen like a, um, what is it, like Jags and uh, all kinds of different SUVs. Yeah, so I, this was like a Porsche branded one. Oh, like, really? Like fully, officially? Like from Porsche, yeah. yeah. I thought about License. this as a thing. There's this really popular chew toy. It's a giraffe. Oh, yeah. Know what the hell I know it's called, him. right? You know him. Yeah. What's his damn name? Sammy or Bubby or Baby <laughs> or <laughs> What the fuck is it? Swami Jeffrey. Slappy. <laughs> um, anyways, that material, it's this like, you know, natural rubber that came from a f- fucking well in France. That, <laughs> you know, I don't, who knows, right? But why not make really detailed cars like a Ferrari F40 made oh, that same rubber and you chew on. Chews on it. Chew toy. Sophie. That's awesome. Sophie. It's yeah. Sophie. Yeah, we call it Jimo Awesome Chew Toys. Dude, that's a great idea. That is kind of a good idea. If anyone's listening, do not do it. We're yeah. we're already <laughs> we've already cornered the market. I copyrighted it. We already. just have to fly to France and find out find out well. <laughs> yeah, the rubber well. Cool? Like an E type. Yeah, it'd be like a Godzilla like, baby chewing on cars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ah. <laughs> McLaren F one. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Can you do? Can they be different colors and stuff? Yeah, how, no, they're uh, colored. Hey, oh, well. DW is making them. We can decide. <laughs> well, <I was laughs> we have to find that Sophie. I was wondering how the rubber. We have to well, find the well in France yeah. where that. Rubber, yeah, exactly. Are the giraffes yellow and spotted? Or are they they're one yeah, color? Of like sort of beige. Like, beige. like but, my but they have, they have like little, like, I mean, the, the thing is, I think the shape is like conducive to like actually chewing on and like doing that type of shit too. I guess. Right? Uh, but that's Jaguar E-type. Could be too. Right? Could yeah. be too. A Vanagon. Big 
Picture big block. block. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't knock until you try it. Don't knock until you chewed it. Anything but a 59 Cadillac. Yeah. Dude, a lot. Fins, yeah. The fins are right. Or maybe that's good to chew on. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think a Lotus 7 would be a good chew Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, you got, it's got the protruding wheels. How about like old school F1, like an F1 car? Yeah, uh, perfect. Yeah. Lotus 49. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. All right. All right, it's on. Um, did take the baby in the van again. Nice. Oh, yeah. that was the car of choice. I didn't say no, no, not, not, <laughs> not from the hospital, but we took, uh, we went on a walk over on the east side of town and we drove the van again, put him in the oh, middle, okay. middle seat. Um, you know, he was wiling out. <laughs> <laughs> it drove around. It's basically made for families. I mean, that's it's, what it was for. Awesome. Yeah, super easy. And uh, so, what? Uh, I think a week old Vanagon ride. So you put him in the very middle, so no crash. Uh, yeah. No impacts. Middle, rear, just bring uh-huh. it. Yeah, Whatever yeah. you got. Nice. Yeah. So, that's uh, that's me, in a nutshell. Awesome, dude. Yeah, you guys have been killing it. I've been listening to some oh, podcasts. Slaying it. Dude, a lot of guests. International. Yes. Yep. A lot of San Francisco time. Mm-hmm. Um, what else has been going on? I feel like um, there were some missed opportunities that I could have chimed in on a few things, but not I was much. just going to ask, yeah. You're doing, you guys are doing really good, so. <laughs> <laughs> Proud of you. Oh, glad, glad to hear it. Really Wait, so you. you would be like, you'd have something to say, and then we would bring it up in a second kind or of, something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Like some things, it was like, oh, yeah, I think there was that one car called, you know, blah, 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 and it's like, yeah, you guys got it. All, right. <laughs> All is well in the world. Nice. Um, so how about some questions, Lane? I am into the questions. First, I wanted to, some guy, some guy sent us a picture of his Lamborghini, uh, I think it's like a Jalpa. Don't you think that was the guy that was going to come on the rally? Oh, maybe. Is that a Jalpa? Or yeah. That? Yeah. So he goes, you guys were pretty rough on Lamborghini drivers last week. Some of us do actually use our cars. But that's a totally different and type of Lamborghini. And even hang around with GT4 yeah. drivers, so there's GT4 Ferrari. Like a 70s yeah. Lamborghini is a little different. No, it's, it's totally different. completely different. That's and the shit that we there's like. there's an exception to every rule. Yeah. yeah it should true. almost be like a different species of car. Yeah. Like that guy does not have his chest hair popping out and does not have a gold chain. Look. What about- I need to step in and say that that is actually awesome. If you do totally have the chest hair and gold chains, <laughs> and right. a you would give credit for that right That's now. E- without even in a modern Lamborghini. Okay, but what if, the chest- full- what if the chest hair is coming out of a multicolored leather jacket? What Dude, the- are you just oh, how describing awesome be? right now? <laughs> describing awesome. <laughs> That's, that is driving well awesome. Uh, yeah. And Anytime we- you can wear leather without any other clothing, like just skin Straight leather. leather jacket? Skin I leather. feel like Damn. it's one of those things like, we don't always like Lamborghinis, but when we do... Yes. And then it shows the picture of the most interesting man in the world with <laughs> chest hair popping out, yes. leather, multicolored leather jacket, and Diablo, the pink the Diablo is where I, I faded and fell off the Lamborghini. Yeah. Wait, like, Love is chain. that acceptable still? Or, yeah. Or fell? No, I'm yeah. saying like a 6.0 Diablo is pretty rad. Yeah, I love it. I so love you're saying Diablo. you fell off when they when Audi took over? When the Murcielago came along, it, yeah. was, it, it just lost its um, kind of Italian... Uh, machismo. It went to this more technical thing. Do you know what I mean? I can dig it. Mm. I don't know. Um, they became better better cars. cars, They're better cars. So they lost all their luster. Basically, (laughs) is what you're saying. Exactly. It's it was just too easy after this. So it's not it's not uh just exotics like the Lamborghinis and Ferraris that we're against. It's the uh reliable ones that we're against. Oh yeah, yeah. As long as it's unreliable, you're good. (laughs) So this this we basically hate anything that we don't. Have or or like that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. this could be a uh, another podcast topic, but I might as well bring it up. But uh, what do you think about cars in general that you 
they have some sort of temperament to them. Hmm. Like how about a, how about a rule of if you let your car sit for a week, you know that there's going to be some consequence. Hmm. If the car you can let it sit for two weeks and it just fires up and you get in it and go and there's no problem and you don't have to think about it, it's like you kind of lose that interesting car aspect. Do I'm trying to think of how sense? that applies to my my life. Like I I think. I don't Let's know if I have like temperament stuff, but like if I'm coming back and now I have the 190e, yeah. If I jump in the Jetta, no questions. I mean, maybe like it won't start because the rats finally got to all my wiring, <laughs> but it's not a surprise. But if I walk up to the 190e, I'm like just questioning it. Not just like, that. There's a little question mark in the back of my head. Like but, I don't. There's no temperament to think of. But, but maybe it's going to start. But like my E30, if I haven't driven it in four or five days. It runs a little rough for a few minutes. Like mm-hmm. I have to kind of let it idle, and I give it some gas, and it kind of like wakes up and and comes to life. Where most modern cars, that's obviously not a problem. You get in it and just fires up and you go. Yeah, yeah. There's something to that. I think that's our. That's kind of what we like about these older. Does that need to go in like the list of like does oh, your car yeah. is your car temperamental? Yeah, yeah. I think so. And especially if you let your car sit, are there repercussions? I think it's that needing mm. to tinker with your car. Yeah. Therefore, you know your car a little better. It's and like you... more inputs. Yeah. But you know, all these old cars that we love, we, we're looking at old Mercedes and BMWs and Porsches and stuff. If you let them sit, they go to hell. Yeah. So there's you something gotta, to that. You need to drive them over or else they, they dry up. Exactly. Basically. And like, really, there's something to be said for a car with higher mileage, but is well loved mm-hmm. than one that sits all the time and runs like shit. And yeah. you're wondering why. I yeah. have to, I have to, it's add, not an easy ask though. Yeah. Cause I mean, you, you mentioned your car sat for some time yeah. and whatnot. And there was one thing that you never updated us on. Yeah. I was kind of feeling a little left out. <laughs> there was a spider living in your mirror. <laughs> um, what happened to the spider in the mirror? I, I think he's on vacation. He's on vacation. <laughs> he might still be there. I haven't noticed him. Um, he's probably out gathering friends to come I know. back party. <laughs> I know. I think he jumped to Lane's car. Oh, jumped to Lane's car. No, I've got one <laughs> all over my uh, my uh, 190. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like on the bumper and everything, in the rear bumper and in the mirror see that? area. Oh, in the mirror area? Yeah. Okay. See the I mirror, think the mirror, mirror area? The mirror the area, that that's is, like a common affects, spot. I know. It affects your... Your life. Well, you heard no, Kevin. It Kevin doesn't. basically said my car was full of spiders. Yeah, he did. <laughs> oh, like in the wheels and shit. Yeah, like hardcore spiders. Yeah, living said, in the wheels. He said that thing was full of spiders. Dude. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, he said, like there was like a little Charlotte's web nest or something <laughs> in one of your fucking bumpers. Spiders, well, awesome. <laughs> they went for the wheel. Bold choice. So yeah. we we got another. I want to read, or I don't have the comment because I can't get to it. It was on the shout engine page, but it's from a, a listener, Jonathan Brown. Um, he commented that a lot of people on the East Coast listen to us every week and they love what we're doing. <laughs> Basically. Whoa, so I just wanted to like. Long, uh, a lot of people. That's awesome. Um, and he said he listens every week to every show. Wow. And he's sweet. stoked. And he comments on a lot of our Facebook page stuff. Love um, that guy. So he likes Art's, uh, Acura. Um, he commented on that. That's what I have up right here. But, uh, he's a Corvette guy. And I know we talk shit about Corvettes a lot, but he forgives us. Bang for the buck. <laughs> Bang for the buck, Corvette. Yeah, when, exactly. did, when did Corvettes die? That's a what? good question. I, 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 I don't I, know if they did. I, I think they kind of like got better. Styling wise, it's kind of hard to say, but they've, they've always really? been so. They've amazing. gotten better. Yeah, they've I mean, been, and okay. they've become in a 56, handling car. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, like the early the sixties cars handled insanely well. Like no, the, they did not. Yes, no, it, yeah, with, with well, a little bit of with comparatively, the mods, you mean? Yeah. Well, comparatively, and also just with like very simple modifications. Like there's that guy um, who races. Uh, he's like multi-time national guy, champion. Jim, the red car, but yeah, that's yeah. not a, that's not a, that's a full that's not a Corvette. Per, it's a Corvette. It's no, barely it, modified, dude. No, no. It's not barely that modified thing, at with the all. big wide tires and big the black wide tires. Wheels, the red one. Yeah, it's super modified. It's insane, dude. The suspension is like all, it's basically Corvette no, stock, right. like Maybe updated shocks. Is, but it's I mean, like they put a lot of money into that whole setup. Dude, I think it is far from stock. Yeah, I think that's a very. No, bold I'm not claim. saying. I'm saying so like you're it's, talking, it, you know, like we're, we're it's it not has like three hundred fives on it. Right, right, but it's tires. I mean, the car, like you know, it's it's that adding tires handle. to a car and better shocks. I'm pretty sure he has different. Ste- he has everything, dude. Different I'm sure steering, it's everything, dude. No, has, it's the stock steering wheel. I've seen it. No, I mean the wheel. Sure, okay, fine. Yeah, no, but it's, that car it's is like not, extensively modified, dude. Let's table, let's dude, table this argument. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. either yes or no, but we'll do some we research. think you're ridiculous, Art. Yeah. <laughs> so what you're talking about for the listeners is the Optima Street Challenge. Uh, I, I feel like I know the name of the owner. It's I've like, autocrossed with him many so times. Har- it was a guy. I Har- thought it was a girl. No, it's a guy. He's got a 60s uh, split window style Corvette. Yeah. Red, it's red with uh, he's black wheels. Area, dude. Yeah, and it's really nice. Is it a sixty-three? Is that a split window? I can't remember. There's the big muscle about it, where I they think, talk so. about all the stuff that they did to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, it's got like perform like engine mods and stuff, but it's not like as modified as you'd think. Like it's basically, well, okay, let's, it's let's, basically I mean, like we'll original pickup points. Like you yeah. know, like it's it's sure. enhancing what's there. That's sure. what all I know is yeah. I've driven uh, the Corvette in Gran Turismo. And it handles like shit. <laughs> I've driven several Corvettes, and um, I mean they're kind of known for handling like dump trucks, is what. But I mean, it's, you have to give it that it was from the late '60s, and all Dude, cars think, were. Well, nine eleven. Think was about those Corvettes yeah, that yeah. went through Blaine fabrication and went on to win races and stuff. They're, I mean, obviously really they've won Le Mans. They're very capable. Yeah, but, yeah, sure, sure. But yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean, a Mustang Fox body can be. Can be a really competitive car, too. yeah. Um, but they start off like a sloppy mess. Okay, right? you tie everything together, you do all this stuff, and they're really good. Just on a tangent to that uh, Corvette thing, it's uh, I, I sent over the book. Uh, I, I was just sending a reminder of myself, like maybe a month ago. I love your reminders, by the way. <laughs> I wish you'd do that with non-automotive stuff. Like, <laughs> oh, I need ketchup. Just sending that to myself. So, so guys... okay. So for the listeners, I use our team at DWA email address sometimes. Like, if I'm gonna send myself a reminder, which I do by email every once in a while, you might as well send it to everyone you know. I find a book that's cool cars, yeah. you know, and I'm putting my name in, but it's this rad old sports yes. car book, and it's like, oh, well, I might no, as well so, just team totally totally no, cool. If anyone else yeah. out there. Would like to send reminders. Team yeah. at driving along, and I usually put it on there. I'm like, this is just a reminder for myself. I didn't necessarily <laughs> yeah, yeah. read the lane. <laughs> you might as well just say, "Dear Lane." <laughs> um, so I uh, sent this book over. I'm forgetting the title now. Super cool book, though. Well, that's why you have the reminder. I should look it up. Uh, but it's like sport home built sports cars of the fifties or sixties. So great. I, I think that actually <laughs> I uh, I have mentioned it on the podcast yes. before. Um, this is your Devon bodies. <laughs> yeah, so basically yeah. they're throwing, ripping everything apart and throwing Devon bodies on everything. <laughs> What's Brian. interesting about the Corvette is basically that's the recipe. They just, you know, strip strip it down to just yeah. bare frame and throw a, a fiberglass body. So they were doing what people were naturally doing, like home-built hot rods in the SCCA. Mm-hmm. They took that recipe and did, made a production car out of it. That's a great that, recipe. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, totally. 
Yeah. That's my side note. It's pretty rad. Corvettes. Yeah, no, look up, uh, what, I forgot his first name, Duntov, like the guy who was... Uh, yeah, Zora yeah. Arcus yeah. Duntov yeah. or whatever. That guy was freaking awesome. I, I read like a huge piece on him in um, Motor Trend Classic, which no longer exists. Yeah, that was uh-huh. a really cool Amazing magazine. Amazing magazine. Yeah, I, uh, I think I've heard, I've never heard any, uh, I've never read any articles about him, but I, I heard th- that he was like an awesome dude that really? basically ran a ton of stuff through Chevy. Yeah. yeah. Really and basically, yeah, and, I mean, did a bunch of stuff, yeah, like for, I mean, in terms of performance for the Corvette, but basically got the Corvette and, and made it into a sports car. That was like his goal, right? Yeah. And raced well, the shit out of him. the beginning and, of it was pretty much, as Lane would say, hairdresser's car. I mean, it was a straight six and blue flame, blue flame, six, yeah. blue flame and, and it was, you know, really a cruiser, really small tires and stuff. And then they just kept working it. Good old Zora. Good old Zora. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good side tangent. Um. All right. So here's a couple questions. First question is from something. Haitia. Haitia. 15 Haitia. Overall plans for the 944. And then to tack on the that, uh, Ty Spanel says double up on the 944. Why does Lane prefer the NA over the turbo? Um, to answer that, I don't really prefer, uh, I like a naturally aspirated engine. Turbos are pretty laggy. More I've expensive driven, to work I've only on. driven a couple of turbos. I've driven a heavily modified one with like close to 400 horsepower. And then I've driven a pretty stock one and I've driven one with like a chip. Um, they're, 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 they're cool. I mean, they're super capable. Where, uh, what does a good turbo go for now? 20? I mean, it's it's so all over the place. Yeah, I mean, you want forty five thousand mile car? No, no, 30. just like you know, uh, a good one. I would say, I would say twelve. Twelve, 12 is bad. They used to be five or six. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So and they but, were all scary as hell with like you but, open the hood and it's dust everywhere. Yeah. And shit. Yep. Totally. And a, a lot of it is just like I've heard from so many people and mechanics that like can't get them to like really work right i mean it's 80s turbo technology it, it would be like it's like buying a, a you know like a dining turbo car right now or something but you know it's basically an aftermarket turbo setup i well, mean it's, it it's, seems it's not like, but, but uh, if you leave them as is you isn't it like just like yeah that's yeah that is but kind so of many were better modified, but right? still even then you have so many more like hoses and and uh just it, it they're they're a mess you know like they really are it's kind of like a 300 zx twin turbos the the early 90s ones mm-hmm. are just known like people are like stay away from that it's yeah. like you know you open up the hood and it's all these rattlesnakes everywhere you know these wires and <laughs> and uh well, I guess it's just, and yeah the big complaint with and, that is just like it there's like no access for anything right it's yeah like and just truck. trying to get it to actually work right i mean i i i, I had, there's a mechanic over on the east side and I saw this turbo there. I'm like, oh, what's up with that thing? They're like, dude, no one can get that thing to run right. Like, we don't know what's, you know. And then uh, Tim had it later after these your, guys your had mechanic, it. Yeah, yeah, my mechanic had it. And then they brought it somewhere else. And everyone was telling him, they're like, dude, just get rid of it. Like, you're over it kind yeah. of thing. So that's that'll stick with you when you hear stories yeah. like that. You're like, eh, it's yeah. more so, expensive and more, more problematic. Expensive, more problematic. So that's why, I mean... I went with the simplest 944 I could find, an early 944. Uh, I think an S2 would be really cool, or a 968. Yeah, I mean, the entry price is totally different between... Price, you can get yeah. a super... You can fit our uh, suggestion of buying the best car you can, yeah, yeah. cleanest example you can for the money. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can get a decent one for six, yeah. where uh, you're looking way higher for a turbo, Although you can and really, your maintenance yeah. costs are Like when too. I was buying it a couple years ago... I could buy a turbo for six, but I didn't want a turbo for, you know, like that's the whole thing. I, I just do you, uh, anything 
heavily sway you in the looks department because mm-hmm. they they do look pretty different. Yeah, the bumpers, the, they're pretty the rad. Yeah, I like the right. little rear valence underneath. With the uh-huh. little I like, I like your your front end better. Yeah, I, I had like that, that I had that rear diffuser on my '84. It came with it when I bought it. Uh, it looks all right. Okay, but, so next question is, what are you? What's your overall plan for yours? Uh, no. I don't know. Fuck. Uh, just kind of go do what I'm doing now. Maybe I'll, uh, down the road, maybe I'll get it painted or something if I decide to keep it forever. What do you Uh, think of the, uh, 924, um, GTS look? So cool. Oh, the front end with the The, fixed uh, headlights? Open headlights. Open headlights. If if you painted it, maybe you would do that. I was thinking, I, I, I've always wanted a 924 turbo front. Uh, front scoop, uh, valance, like oh, the, with the little holes, yeah, with the, the holes, yeah. the four holes, and then a 924 turbo hood would be cool with that, with that, with uh, the scoop, Naka duck, yeah. yeah, that thing's pretty dope. Like, you can find those every once in a while for 400 bucks or something, which would be cool. And then I did, uh, not to scoop the project updates, but I, I did scoop. just order a, uh, rear Euro bumper for it. Oh, cool, oh, so nice. finally, which will tighten it up, scooped. like bring it, uh, it basically. Makes it where it has like a two inch overhang from the back of the body, and now it has like a foot five, <laughs> yeah, six inch overhang. And it has it's an aluminum bumper with uh plastic side pieces now, yeah, that get all warped and it looks like it's like been hit because mm. they get warped. And then this makes it into one fiberglass piece essentially, or it's like FRP or something, I don't know, yeah, yeah it's, which is fiberglass, right? So, um, I think it is like just a fiberglass piece. Cool. And it takes some weight out. And then I want to do a fiberglass. I want to do the Euro front bumper as well, mm-hmm. which like some different fog lights kind of, or what? Yeah, they're integrated yeah, into running, the bumper. Yeah. Is it running lights or fog? Yeah, it's fogs it, yeah. in the bumper. Yeah. Hmm. So that's yeah. cool. So I don't know. Beside beyond that, I don't know. Maybe lighten it up a little bit, do some little stuff, and uh, but still keep it like somewhat quiet and like touring car-y, yeah. you know, where I could drive it along distances and be comfortable. So, yeah, that's the uh, plans. Basically, no plans. But uh, no, those, those are plans. The plans. Um, Tab Beamer guy, who was on our rally, uh, he asked, do you guys have a brand allegiance? If so, how did that come to be? Brand I, allegiance. I saw this. Plans. I don't really. I saw this question and I thought about that. I'm, I, I'm a BMW guy, but not modern ones. So I would say no, I don't have a brand allegiance. But you do towards BMW. Not necessarily because I don't, I'm not like so fixated on the newest. You seem like a BMW guy to me. Greatest. I mean, it doesn't yeah. have to be new. I'm looking at like your, you're uh, even the I'm older. Your <laughs> yeah, Dude. Alpina, BMW, BMW. There's one uh, Mercedes. The bench, yeah. Yep. He has four round, five, six roundels. On his work roundels this is Warren's workbench. He's got uh, three <laughs> magnet, Haggerty magnets that have a 2002 on them. <laughs> I should give one of those away or something. You do have a Porsche 944 Turbo uh, model. model. Yeah. And uh, Dale Earnhardt um, piggy yeah, bank. He got, yeah. he got Earnhardt. Yeah, but so, no, there's overwhelming BMW paraphernalia. But you know, it's not. I Explain think your allegiance, you would be like basically saying that I will never buy anything else. Yeah, like totally besides, dedicated. Like the family that buys Chevy pickups and everything yeah. they do, I'm I'm in love with. Yeah, I have yeah. to be like in the loop on all their latest shit. And like, yeah, oh. but it doesn't have to be that crazy. Like I have a brand allegiance towards Porsche, but I yeah. also like I'm not. I mean, I feel like a brand allegiance. Like in my case, it's like where. I I probably like skip over some negatives, and and I'll and I'll skip over and I'll I'll like highlight the negatives on other cars. 
to like I mean it's not even like a it's yeah, in, in my biased. subconscious, right? Um and then so I think I do have a I definitely have a brand allegiance towards Porsche, but I don't know how it started. I mean, you just like cars mm-hmm. and you like you what could you probably like, I guess. think about it. You were immersed like like into it like as a kid, right? With your dad and stuff? Like was yeah. it yeah. always around Porsche? A lot of times that's how brand allegiance is like you know, yeah. start is it's a family thing. What about you, Brian? I I felt an allegiance to Nissan back in the day. Mercury, maybe? Well, that was Nissan powered. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so it wasn't Mercury. That was no. staying allegiant there, yeah. uh, Nissan. But no, I mean, I, I, I'm i pretty agnostic. Is that the way to say yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Warren, I picture you as a Mercedes guy, too. I am. You are. I am. And I, yeah, I like Mercedes. I like yeah. Porsche. But I, I guess like there's BMW. a difference between liking the cars yeah. and being having a... a I'm not a... Yeah. I'm not, I've owned several Mercedes. It's, I don't... It's so like, limiting to have an allegiance to... Some people like, like that, though. Brand. They just, like, are so into whatever yeah. that brand is doing, and they... Like, Ford versus Chevy debates can right, go crazy in right. the Midwest. Or even, like, weirdos that are like, I love Volvos, you know, and I only own... You know, just... Yeah. Their whole family's had Volvos. I think I'm, like, Warren, too. Like, with a new car, like, if I was buying... Like, I bought a Mazda. Like, yeah, right? I mean, I, I'm not... I'm not out there like just and I and I would I buy a new Porsche probably not like you know like but uh I don't know I might buy a new Volvo maybe my next car is gonna be a Volvo it might be a BMW I don't know like whatever is the I I think uh rep like definitely experience you've had you've had or your family members people close to you have had yeah definitely like weighs on your decision making yeah like um my E36 experience kind of left me like sour on a lot of BMWs. And my Volvo experience left me sour to Volvo. Exactly. modern Volvos. But it's the same thing. Like yeah. I would I would go like, oh, E30, I'll buy one all, all day long. Right. But E36, I'm a little like scared of, right? Yeah. And then the newer stuff, I'm kind of, I, I just don't really like it that much. Um, E39s are cool. That's kind of like where it, and E46s are good. Yeah. Uh, after that, it got a little weird. Yeah. How about me. you, Art? Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know, kind of in a similar vein, I think, like, I, I'm probably most allied with, at this point in my life, with Porsche, but only because I do feel that they really, really know how to make good cars, and by good cars, I mean shit that I care about. And you're talking about brand new. I think all, everything, like, yeah. and, and, you know, like, they just really, really build cars that, with the driver in mind, regardless of what they build now, which is, is hard to say about any modern company these days, right? Like, even, you know, BMW's kind of, like fucking jump the shark with like their no steering feel and like yeah. you know all this yeah. they have their niche supposedly cars. they're coming back too I yeah mean, the m2 is good and i've heard the x ones like actually a good driving Did you guys talk car? about the 2002 concept no yeah i just didn't but, know if you mentioned it yeah but uh but yeah i mean no that's like probably the closest but that doesn't mean that that's the only car i care i think the, the but i i guess i'm a porsche file but you in own that two that bmws i yeah. own two bmws yeah no bmws I mean, are great but it's just that i'm saying that there are certain ones that are great like you own but, more of one car right now but your for allegiance sure. is too right but i'm saying like as, as you're saying like oh i follow and i like everything like it's yeah. more like uh in terms of like like passion for a brand i think i'm more passionate about porsche in general yep. uh, than any other brand but i'm down for anything i mean i like Datsuns, i like toyotas i like everything yeah but in terms of like the whole span of cars like in terms of original you know from the i guess talking about the entire history right and until now like i can't think of another brand that has done Everything as well. Yeah. To, to you me, almost you also have to have like blinders on or something and only look at very yeah. small spans of the company history. Right. Like it's interesting to think about brand allegiance in the eighties 
I'm just trying to think. Like, there wasn't that much car history, you know? Like, if you were allegiance, if you had allegiance with Volvo, like, they had some cool cars. In the 80s, they were, you know, unstoppable with, like, the safety, practical yeah. car. There was, like, nothing to lose. Like, it would be really easy to... It was also having allegiance to Volvo, but and now it was also like you kind can. of an underdog too, because yep. it, it was very unassuming. Because it's a personality thing too. It is. Yeah. It's it kind mm-hmm. of uh, you take on the personality of the car as the owner. You know, you. That's why I don't have a gold chain and drive a Lamborghini. Yeah. You know what? I, I wonder <laughs> if it's reason. all has like, nothing to do with money. I it's like hard how the to gold have... chain is a requisite, though. You have to have a gold chain. <laughs> and not all, with not it, all Lamborghini guys have gold chains. No, Some are I just douchebags. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's almost like the SUV craze killed brand allegiance. It doesn't help. Because, or, or I don't know. I'm just trying to think. Like, I, I can see it from the 80s. I, it's hard for me to picture brand allegiance now because I feel like cars have been so watered down yeah. that it's, it almost, like, doesn't matter. So I think, that's, like... That's, um, the, that's kind of my point. Like, yeah. like, R was saying, like, like, I think that's where my allegiance is with Porsche as well. Like, I think that they make the... Le- le- the the least amount of compromises kind of like they're just like they have a goal in mind and they're building that car and they want to build it to a standard for a driver drive well have good quality and they want it to be reliable like they've kind of like hit those those things pretty well for the last whatever 50 something years and they haven't had that many like ups and downs they've been pretty like you know they've just tried hard i feel like where some companies for instance, like brand allegiance, like uh, American cars, all like in the eighties and nineties, they yeah. lost like most of a lot of their yeah. buyers because they, they gave up on those. They rested on their laurels and seventies yeah. and all that. And Honda did the same thing recently. Yeah. And now they're trying to kind of come back. Mercedes I, did the same. They lost Mercedes quality. Did the same and it's basically the when the, the and, bean counters arrived in the late eighties or whatever or mid eighties. Yeah. Well, it's whenever which it, turned into cars in the nineties. Some cars or seventies. I mean, Sooner. American yeah. cars was 70s. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and then the Japanese were just going crazy, and they're, like, building a really good good car. And then they kind of, like, go, they're like, all right, we have market share. Fuck it. Let's just build this. This this Corolla is good enough, you know? Mm, yeah. Like, let's keep building this piece of shit. Yeah. I would, say, I would bet that a ton of people have brand allegiance to Toyota. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And and, and they're not Subaru, car people. Subaru, so. yeah, and they're not car yeah. people either. It's, a, it's just... a non-car people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you start looking too closely, it's hard to have a brand allegiance exactly. completely. Yeah. God. That's and, funny, the Toyota thing. So, I mean, just uh, kind of in a very related note. Um, so, in in um, in India, like Toyota is viewed as like almost like a luxury brand, right? Um, that's like the image they have there because there's all kinds of weird little they're obscure, like little shitty weird cars company, that yeah. you've never even heard of, right? Yeah. Um, that are like... Literally, Tata's. you know, $5,000 brand off the lot. Yeah. yeah, Tata's and shit like that. All this weird stuff. Um, Suzuki's that only exist for that market. Uh, but, um, like, I know um, some Indian families that have, like, moved to the U.S. and only buy Toyotas because they've always strived to own, to- like, a Toyota. Oh. Was, like, was a big That's thing. why every... Interesting. Yeah. And, and yeah. it's like, there's this whole image thing. Yeah. And so, like... Do you got a Toyota, Toyota Sienna, you're balling. Dude, balling. You're balling. It's so trippy, right? So there's, like, huh. I know families... Like, I've seen that happen, like, in terms of, like, there's a really, really strong allegiance with a brand. I don't know if it, they're, like, super enthusiastic and passionate about it and go to the events and shit and whatever, it's but just... but they stick to one brand because... It works, and, and also I think because they have this. I mean, there's it's a, also there's some, there's they're trading in a car, 
They go, all they do is they go to the dealership, <laughs> right. they drive the new Toyota. They're like, holy shit, this is so much better than my last Toyota. Like, because well, it is five years newer. But they also newer. know where the radio control is. Exactly. And the e-brake. But and, they never drove the Honda. They never drove the Subaru. Yeah. They never no, drove the right. BMW, you're like right. anything else. So yeah. they don't. I, I think what you're touching on too, where the Toyota is like the top of the line, it's like kind of an image, <laughs> image thing. That probably plays way more into it than we're giving credit to. Like, mm. you, at some point with brand allegiance, like you tie your image to a certain brand of car. In the eighties, they were very distinct: Volvo versus BMW versus Mercedes versus mm. Porsche, and all that, and or a Japanese car. But now today, I, I mean, I'm just kind of thinking out loud that maybe there's all the cars are so close that it's hard to distinguish. So you yeah. only get like. I think people probably do have brand loyalty to Subaru, but there's a clear difference there where they only do all-wheel drive, and it's like this outdoorsy image. So people tie themselves to that outdoorsy thing, but it's hard to do for the other companies be- yeah. unless well, you come from I mean, a market where Toyota's like a clear right. leader, like, and well, then it makes sense. But- like Toyota's something that you aspire to in a market like that, but yeah. like here, there's a massive brand allegiance with Toyota because of the, the uh, fucking Prius, right? Like, like oh, people, yeah. like, and so yeah. like, I've, so that's I actually, that image of being like eco-friendly yeah, and yeah, all that. Yeah, so that's the whole, it's same yeah. thing, it's image related. Well, beyond but- that, it's even the, the Corolla and the Camry, it's like m- my mom had a Camry or Corolla Corolla. My my grandma had one. They they all loved them. They were reliable. They're great they cars. Lo- quote unquote, love them. Yeah, and that's that's tying your you image know. to like and, safe, reliable, reasonable. And that's just like they, they gave me their car as my first car. It was great. It worked for me through all throughout college. Now I'm going to buy another one. And I went to the Toyota lot to trade it. In. You know, it's just the yeah. ongoing thing. Yeah. So I think yeah we're. It, in some, we're probably too detailed about cars to be able Way to really. Detailed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, not, so we're not like we cared, zombies. We right? cared we're just too like much. Yeah. Stick to the. Yeah. So, so on, along these lines, like last week, I get this um, text from my mom, and she sends me this picture of a, of a new Volvo S60. She's like, bought a new car. Whoa. <laughs> uh, and and what was it's so my mom. She goes, bought a new car. Um. Wouldn't she say, like, regretting it or something? Like, oh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, I call her right away to, like, talk her off the cliff, you know? <laughs> and then I, like, talked to her about it. She's like, yeah, you made me feel better. Uh, I really like it, actually. She's, like, told me about <laughs> what, it. What did she dislike about it? Nothing. It was just uh, one of those things. Like, like oh, did I do like, the right oh, thing? Oh, gotcha. like, it's a big purchase. Yeah. Kind of yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what she said. She said, bought a new car. Buyer's remorse. Uh, <laughs> like, what the fuck? So yeah. she, she, uh, she had a Honda Accord. Went to I'm, this is her little short history from like when I was in high school. Basically, she bought a Honda, new Honda Accord, then bought another one because it was easy. Went to the dealership, it's like I want a new car. I'll get this pur- purple Honda Accord. The fuck the, yeah. the dealer, the they talked me into or whatever. Comes home and that every time I'm like, what did you do? Like, why didn't you bring me? Like, yeah. I don't, you know, like come on, like like I and I was like, if you want to like get the Maxima, the Maxima is so much cooler, you know, whatever. Um, and then she bought. We were like, oh, this car's so crappy or whatever. This Honda Accord she had, it was like a 98. And then she bought a 850 T5R. Just out of guilt from all the harassing yeah, from the exactly. skeleton kids. I think she wanted like something a little... <laughs> and then like, it broke down constantly. Leather. She hated you. <laughs> no, it was actually perfect. Um, It was a perfectly... And she loved it too, she right? She loved it. I mean, it was like... She felt she like She was like, oh my God, it handles so well. Compared, yeah, it has nice. so much power. All the stuff. seats are so nice. Um, so she did... And then she bought an Audi... Another Audi, another Audi, another Audi. Jeez. And then now she's back to the Volvo. Huh. So, 
not too much brand. I mean, she kind of like has her brands, but yeah, you know, I'm just stoked she's not in like Honda Accords yeah. anymore. Dude, for, yeah. for, Although the I'm new like, Honda Accord is like pretty nice, pretty nice compared to like pretty what they were. Nice. Sure, then. I actually I didn't post it because I thought it was kind of an underwhelming photo. This is a, a what, two couple points on this, um, and but it, I took a picture. I was at Costco and there was a brand new Honda Accord in this blue. And a 2002-ish Honda Accord in, like, a similar blue. And I took a picture of it, and I sent it to a few people. And I'm like, dude, like, this is a case of, like, where a modern car is better than the than the older car in every way. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just, like, you look at it interior-wise, exterior-wise, the drive, everything. It's just such a, it's a better car in every way. Right. But, um, so there's that. But uh, the, when he originally, sorry, going back to the question, when he asked Brand Allegiance, I was like, what the hell? Is he asking, like, us as a podcast? Like, I was thinking that he was asking us that. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, like, like he, I, I don't know. I thought he felt like we were. We definitely don't sort have of like one. sponsored or something like that. Yeah. Uh, well, we, we, yeah. we, I think he knows we're not, but we definitely <laughs> all we talk about what we have, and we have BMWs and Porsches essentially, right? Um, yeah. And Mercedes. Right? And if yeah, anyone so. wants to sponsor us, admin at Driving Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to throw uh, us some free hint, gear? Hint, Porsche, hint, hint, BMW, Mercedes, whoever. BMW, yeah, uh, Kia. We're in. <laughs> K900. I'm done. With, I yeah. love the K900. It is <laughs> nice. <laughs> See, that car, you know, there was a buy in for dealers to sell that car. Really? That story? No. So they what does to, that mean? Like, they basically had to pay 50 grand to get the rights to sell that car. Because it's such a premium. It's going to bring such amazing people to Therefore, they dealer. sold like 40 cars. <laughs> I know. You know, whatever. Because no one's going to put the money Yeah, why would you do that? What was like, that Hyundai that they made that was not the Genesis, but it was the Equus? Equus. Oh, the Equus, yeah. Which yeah. is a really nice car. So nice. But you never see them. Like, who's mm-hmm. buying an Equus? Is that the luxury one? Yeah. 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 It's like an LS Lexus mm-hmm. competitor. But dude, it's super I mean, nice. It's super nice. Like, reclining rear seats. For 90% was of nice, car people. Except for the grill was kind of ugly, if I remember correctly. Uh, I mean, it was kind of plain. It was like a it was like a Mercedes without the... I mean, like yeah. a generic version. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. the Kirkland brand Mercedes. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like exactly. the new... Uh, what's, the, what's the Genesis? Genesis. Looks pretty nice. Genesis is really nice. Yeah. And the last one was kind of like that... Oh, they took the badges off for the Chevron Like, all they say about the Genesis, the only fallback is that it does doesn't handle as well as a BMW. Everything yeah. else is like as good. It's yeah. quiet, smooth. Which most of these people like. That's all you need. They yeah. just want the luxury exactly. part of it, and they want you know. I was saying that about some. There was a few Lexus back in the day that if you just replace the badges and gave like a sample of middle-aged women a chance to look at it and see. Oh, you mean like all these stupid commercials like the right now? Yeah. Yeah. Chevy Chevy commercials. They're like, oh, is that a BMW? I'm like, you what make- the fuck? It's like, obviously a piece of shit Chevy, dude. <laughs> my favorite one is, is, oh my god, where's the Buick? The Buick? And they're like, <laughs> <I know. laughs> like remember they like show up, right, to pick up their friend yeah. or something? Yeah. And I'm, like, in, I'm the in the Buick. Where's the Buick? And, it's like, and then they like- see Matthew McConaughey and they go, no, that's the Lincoln. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, the, yeah, exactly. the Lincoln commercials are amazing. So so every yeah. commercial like that? Because there's like, there's there's the Buick one. Kinda I think it's like just that. the GM there's stuff. The GM, but isn't there? I Have feel you like, driven a Ford lately? Oh yeah, the Ford one too. They're driving <laughs> in the Ford, I think, and they're like, "What do you think this is?" Or oh, and Nissan, I think, is big about that, aren't they? Oh my god, get over. Yeah, it. with the and focus white, groups. And <laughs> like, just on the fact that you're comparing, you're trying to justify that you're like a BMW means you're fucking not a BMW. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you're you're like clearly. Oh, this is the new Chevy Malibu. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, I have to say that some of the new Chevys look, look pretty great. fucking good. Sure, yeah, and they just have like Wi-Fi. The Cruise has always been a decent the Cruise car, is a, especially in the uh, World Touring Car Championship. Yeah, setup. And Those the, are so the sick. new Malibu is like fine. It's looking. totally fine. I mean, they're they're getting better at like. 
they always look a little cheap. To, like they're getting a little better at like having the little details and stuff where it doesn't look cheap. The design elements are and, kind of and they don't have the big slabs like, of, like chrome for like. I mean, they still have a little bit of that, but the, there's the less big slabs of chrome on. just to have it. Yeah, there's less tack on stuff. Yeah. It's more just a yeah. regular body style. That's like and with like and... um with like organic like curves that look kind of add up. Uh, expense to it like they don't look just like, and they're purposeful like they don't yeah. look like yeah. you know I, just what you mean. Like I know bolts. exactly what you're talking about lane because i kid you not like every time I, I i look at a new chevy well now they're as you're saying they're incorporating like different shapes and making it look like you know like something that's th- yeah. th- th- with, th- with proper design but like i always think of like toy story when i would yeah, see yeah. like a like a captiva or like all those weird cars it's just like slabs or the last impala slabs even, and big tacked on even lights. the way it's the bumper like, fits to the body it was like an awkward it's like super cartoony like it's like yeah, i love yeah. how you chose captiva <laughs> <laughs> all cars. i know I'm like, what is that thing? <laughs> yeah the captiva for sure so by, by the way i have to mention uh shout out to eric horton who yeah. i hung out with him the other day and he was saying that whenever we talk about like car design he's just like yelling at the radio yeah what does oh. he say well, I, so it. he he studied uh, automotive design, yeah. and so he's got very strong opinions about yeah. this stuff. And uh, apparently, he thinks our opinions aren't uh, super educated. Oh, that's funny. I <laughs> Those are my words, not I his. I thought I went to uh, design school. I told him that almost. actually. I was like, I need to put you right next to Lane. Yeah, you guys can get out. Lane can take credit for that. I, we should have him on for uh, yeah something, Wait, something he, with is, design. Is he an E60 BMW fan? Is that where we set him off? I know. <laughs> He's a big Bangle guy. Oh, really? Yeah, there yeah. you go. He I thought he Bangle. didn't no, like just, Bangle. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Oh, my shit. Because there, there were comments was. about that just recently. I think yeah, he drives a Toyota or something. Yeah. Uh, all right, next, uh, Vandalay Industries says, Hi, Warren. Hi. Okay. <laughs> we're on to the next one. Uh, Todd Future asked, Does anyone have a spare E21 M10 distributor? Beat it. I can buy? Beat it, Coog. Uh, don't have one of those. Nope. Fresh out. Yep. Just go get a built to last, Duralast. Oh, jeez. And then uh, Fawns the second asks, the, this is pretty good on, the most DWA car to use as an Uber. That's a good question. Well, it's also a good question because we're not really like pre-2000 people and or we're not post-2000 people. Oh, is that you the have rule? To, yeah, it has oh. to be, your car has to be 2000 or newer, I'm pretty sure. Maybe actually even later. 2001 or newer. 2001 or newer, yeah. So I, I downloaded it just for nice. this. Nice. has to um, be 2001 or newer. In New York, it's, I guess this is right, 2011 or newer? Yeah. E39 M5. Pittsburgh is 2006. M5. Mm. Yeah, E39 M5 is the first thing. Oh, that's pretty good, yeah. That's kind of the only one. Um, Tesla Model S. That's the DWA version? I mean, uh, you're just trying to get a rise out of us? It's, <laughs> it sounds like the easiest car to deal with, with people like... Is that what DWA is about? I feel like we're about scaring the hell out of people. I'd say like a PT Cruiser with like wood paneling. <laughs> automatic non-turbo? Is, uh, that, <laughs> is that 2001 and newer? Cross Cabriolet. Dude, Dude. you won. That's, That's it. I'm what? Down. Get I don't in. even know what you're talking Get about. Get in, bitches. I like it. <laughs> Nissan, dude. You're a Nissan guy. The Murano. I thought it was Murano. Murano. Cross cab. Yeah. Oh, it it's is. called for, a cross cab. For us in the no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I love it. The for us Nissan guys. Yeah, I love the, the, the Nissan world a little after the quest. Okay, hey, but that is You know what Cabriolet stands for, right? Fast car in German. In Hungarian. It's Hungarian for fast car. How about something like really weird, though? I mean, what what would be a really weird car Here's what I want. Yeah. Caprice, hot rod, oh one, giant slicks, oh one and newer. Didn't they make those? Yeah, but they weren't. They were front wheel drive up until. Oh really? Well, no. 
I don't know what oh, the last. Five. I want the cab car basically. Two thousand five. Two thousand five was the last of the the. So great. Still good. So I'm good. Yeah. Just good. put giant slicks in the back. Okay. Drag race all over town. Okay. Or you know, full NASCAR. You could do the uh, steel wheels with white letters out. Bassets and just like exhaust dumping out right in front of the driver's door. I feel like we're missing something. We're we're not we're not embracing this question. I know we need something. Like insane. The most DWA. It should have a manual transmission. It should have flip up headlights. It should have sports seats. Two thousand one rear flip up headlights. So they if do possible. Let, no, listen, no, listen, I'm just oh, saying. Like, they do let these Tesla, are the best. Tesla Model S is like an accepted car for Uber with a black and all the, yeah. the higher ones too. But uh, one, part of the criteria is that you need to fit four passengers, not including yourself. So you can't have the Tesla rear, Model S is very rear buckets is not, not the working. Greatest for yeah. that. I mean, they do have the rear 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 seats, but you really haul people in those too. I mean, right, right. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like I'm not I'm some not, kind of wagon. Like, would we just go a 540i like E39 wagon? E63. Ooh, AMG E63. Oh, uh, that's 2001, They made that in 2001. And they made it later. Oh, right. You're right. Uh, yeah. yeah right. They didn't make it before. Or... Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, something like that. Huh. Something aggressive. That's a good call. But that's off. an automatic. Yeah, it's an automatic. CTSV with a manual. That yeah. Wagon. Yes. Okay. I think that's the winner. CTSV with a manual. I support that. So yeah. now, we're th- now we're really getting the juices flowing. Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> it's, it's downshift. I mean, it's probably question. bad for Uber because it's going to be uh, bad gas mileage and they, I don't know. Whatever. How about the new Chevy SS? What do you guys think about this? I'm down. They're kind yeah. of cool. They're cool. Magnetic. They're kind of funky. Yeah, and... let's talk about the design. Eric, yeah, let's yeah, yeah, yeah. them up. <laughs> a lot of, lot of unnecessary chrome, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Plastic chrome. I agree. But, and it's like very generic looking car. There, it's, I mean, yeah, very generic but, looking but car. But it's not bad looking. Right. It's just very like, it's oh, simple. That's a yeah, car. Just, yeah. Like, they, they, that's a car. Car time. That is a car. Yeah. It's fucking big though. It's pretty long. It's huge. Yeah, it's a long car. Yeah. I've seen them, yeah. But it, they're supposed to, I mean, it's basically a uh, GX. What is it? The fucking the Australian one, Holden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a Holden Commodore or whatever. Yeah, a Maybach Zeppelin. Ooh, Ooh gangster! That's Damn, a, the four-door convertible car. with granite interior. Granite. <laughs> granite. We need to do a car spec thing for Fuck. Maybach. Yeah, well, the new Maybach car boring. builder. We should do a a, a Bentley one. A Mulsanne. There you go. How's that? <clears throat> Bentley Mulsanne. DJ. All right. Next question. So the answer to that was CTSV. Yes, sure. manual. Uh, next question. Thoughts on the new Top Gear? This is by from our uh, past guest, Jeff Wise. Thoughts on the new Top Gear? Why was Chris Evans screaming at me the whole time like Samuel L. Jackson? I didn't see it. I have to bow didn't watch it. Did you watch Dart? Yep. I watched All both right, Top Gear and Extra Gear. Cheers. Uh, cheers, Mike. Uh, so is that what they say? Yeah. Is that what they say? Cheers. Right. So here, can I'm one, now I feel so out of the loop. Dude, that's right. what people say. Period. <laughs> I know. Not, but not top all right. Gear. So new Top Gear, uh, Chris Evans and Joey from Friends. Yep. Uh, Sabina Schmidt's part of it. Chris Harris is supposed to be, but he He's wasn't on the first, first episode. episode. Yeah. Okay. My first take. People are ridiculous for hating on it like they are because big fucking deal. Like Jeremy Clarkson's not there. Like it, it's the same show. Like. Like great cinematography, like yep. you know, it's pretty pretty cool. Um, the old one was getting stale anyway; it's kind of boring. Uh, I think they need a third guy, much like this podcast. Like, isn't 
a podcast isn't that great with two people. I think it's good when you have two people against one, you know, and you flip the scenario around, like you team up and go against someone. Yeah, it's good to have a tiebreaker. They have these two main hosts right now, which is Chris Evans and Joey from Friends. Uh, (laughs) And uh, it's just, there's not, there's not enough. It's just banter back and forth. We need a third, we need a a third opinion to kind of chime in. Mm, Yeah. So I think that's lacking. And so is that... Are they well, get yeah, that I'm with Chris Harris? And Hopefully, I'm hoping Chris yeah. Harris becomes like the third guy. Yeah, I would think he would be better. Like Jeff Wise said, Chris Evans is kind of yelling at you a little bit. I feel like I don't know the guy from anything, so I don't know if that's just the way he is, or if he's kind of trying to do a little yes. bit of a Clarkson. Yep. yep. So yep. that was my first impression. I'm like, why is he trying to do a Clarkson? That's exactly what and I thought. I feel like you might tame down. You might get used to it, right? Because yeah. Clarkson can be kind of annoying too i mean the american top gear is like that too they're screaming and yelling and running around and it's kind of takes away from it <laughs> yeah it, you like don't buy into it so but i think uh and joey's a little too tame right now joey from friends uh he's a little too mellow but whatever i mean that's just this is all minutia like it looks uh, like he can drive though but he's not he, how he was throwing supposedly that thing he was the fastest on the top gear old top gear test track yeah and he yep. uh, I, I read an interview where he said his favorite car he owns is a 997 gt2 Sweet. Because it's a man's car and you have to like know how to drive a car to drive it. And you can't just be like, you know, yeah. like some celebrity chick and go out and, you know, it's a manual, it's rear wheel yeah. drive, it's, you know, big horsepower, all that stuff. So I don't know. He seems like a real genuine car guy. But, um, so I think that they're, they're definitely, there's room for improvement, but I think they're on, they're, they're fine, dude. They're on the dude, right track. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, to, for the first episode, I mean, yeah. people don't work into that for a long time. I love time. it. They're like, Top Gear's a failure. First, uh, I'm like, how can it be a, like, oh, f- so people, that, not that many people tuned in on the first one. Like, that tells nothing about the show that they didn't tune in. Right. How do you guys watch it? I watched, I bought it on Apple TV. I have it just on cable. I mean, I have like, through B- my Xfinity or whatever. Yeah, BBC Channel or whatever. Okay. Yeah, it's BBC America. Yeah, America. Okay. BBC America. Yeah, I just okay. like I literally just like I I, I, I searched it. for it and I just DVR'd it and I watched yeah. it after the fact. But um, yeah, no, I agree with everything that you said. Um, I the one thing that was really stood out, yeah, the show itself, like Top Gear itself, kind of yeah, like that that was what was really lacking. It's just like the back and forth and you know Chris Evans the 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 the, the whole pull, trying to be Jeremy Clarkson thing like seemed very forced, like super forced. I actually had a conversation with someone about this like right after it as well, and he agreed too. Like, um, I really, really liked Extra Gear. I thought it was way better than Top Gear. I didn't watch. What is the, Extra Gear? The, it was right after it, and it's basically more like, because the show itself, you know, they drove the, the, you know, it was like more driving like a specific car, blah blah blah, and then they had like the, you know, the, the challenge with the dragging the, yeah, the, 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 the jeep, yeah, the jeep and all that. That was cool. Whatever the tug of war stuff. That was interesting. Yeah. But um, the Extra Gear had a lot of the other elements, and that was like Sabine in it. That was uh Harris and um, oh Harris was in it. Yeah, yeah, and Harris was in it, and huh. so um, so yeah, that was like. It was a more, it, it's so weird. I don't know why they split it up, but basically, if you were to combine both of them, you get more like what Top Gear used to be yeah. with all the different types of segments and like a lot more conversation and banter and like funny shit. So, like, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I actually like, I, I liked Extra Gear. I mean, and overall, I thought the, the first episode was pretty good. Yeah, like I mean, the cinematography is great. Um, and I completely agree with uh, Matt LeBlanc or Joey from Friends, as you're calling him. Yep. Um, he has, 
uh, his lines. I mean, well, I, I know that it's scripted. Of I mean, course. people say that it, people thought it was improvised, which is not. But um, he's definitely kind of like a little. What's the word? Dry. For? Dry. Yeah. But like dry, not in a good way, though. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. almost like, oh yeah, like and he, he's saying the right things. Yeah. But. It doesn't, and it doesn't go with the character of the driving, you know, because like Chris Harris, when he's driving, he's like looking at the camera and making faces yeah. and excitable. Whereas like Matt LeBlanc is kind of like he's talking and like, oh, your panties in a twist, and like, yeah, yeah. and he's just driving along, you know. And then Chris Evans, the opposite, he's like way too exaggerated, totally and stuff like that, kind of almost faking. It. Where did he come from? Where, what's Chris Evans? No idea. Oh, he's some, I'm gonna he, say he that he came from a show, right? I apparently, I don't remember. Was he a show. radio guy? Yeah, he was a yeah, radio guy. That's right. And he got a bunch of money, and he owns a yeah. crazy car collection. And he was and, a guest on Top Gear. A yeah, times. he's got a McLaren but, and an F40 or something yeah. like that. I don't know. Don't but, quote me on that. <laughs> McLaren or an F40. One thing, I don't know. So he's I, got a car. Yeah. In my, I think Chris Harris would be an awesome like leader, yeah. like narrator and the main guy. That's why he was so great with his own show. It's exactly. Like, and then you have the other guys with him. And I, I think that would be an awesome dynamic. Yeah. And then you have Sabine on and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think Chris Harris should be the main guy. And then uh, one thing cool was the new test track is a rally course. Oh. Is a rally cross course. Mm-hmm. So it's part of the old track plus dirt, dirt sections with a jump and a puddle and stuff. Cool. Which makes it way more entertaining because it's kind of boring just to watch them go around a normal track. Do they have a Stig still? Yeah. Cool. But he only so. drives trucks now. <laughs> <laughs> Any other questions? Uh, I think we have one. I got all I got all hyped up about that. Dude, you were, so, you were giving like fist bumps well, to I, art. I just feel like I'm kind of like it's, you're kind of like Chris Evans over it's here. You're really animated. You look at the reviews on like iTunes or whatever. It has like one star, dude. Yeah. Everyone's just, and the the web's like up, uh, you know, up in a roar about it. You're like, dude, it's not really any. It's it's like takes a little while to get used to. Whatever. Yeah. And how was Clarkson like his first episode? You know, when is they, uh, their Amazon show coming out? Uh, I don't know, a couple months or something. They had yeah, the. I'm not sure. They named it. I can't. I don't know. Oh, dude, the awful name. Great Escape or something. Yeah. The Long it's Trip. Definitely not a good name. It's one but, of those like, huh? It's kind of like a. A Chinese store that opens, you're like, that's definitely an, an English translation. Of the, you know, it's like <laughs> oh, kind of wrong, like, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The donut shop I went to in Tokyo was called On and On. <laughs> Love it. Go. There's so much good stuff it's like that, dude. I, I have to find out what that fucking new Top Gear show so, is called because it's like a. You can tell that they pulled the at least the letters from. It's like Top. What the fuck? It's no, like the I don't, great I don't know. It was gear. I I know I was not impressed by the name, whatever it is. Right. So one last question. It's from uh, <clears throat> Royce Amatique. And he asks, he says, last podcast, Jeff Wise touched on how the car culture around the Bay Area is in its own special thing. Can you talk about how car culture varies throughout California and the U.S.? Mm. So I was going to say that I listened to the Dino show, uh, Speed Hunters. Yeah. And I thought it was one of the most interesting things he said was the car culture in Japan is so unjudgmental. Yeah. <laughs> Which right? is kind of we mind-blowing. We were blown away to hear that. It's yeah. like, oh, wait. Yeah, that's how they're able to do these insane customizations yeah. and put, pour all this time into these pretty gaudy, dude, eccentric I, cars. Yeah, I saw Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Bow Wow had a like a fist on the side of his car, right? <laughs> that was filmed in downtown LA. <laughs> We've been to SEMA. I mean, but so it allows for that creativity without judgment, which is kind of weird here. 
I don't even know what that looks like. What that feels like. First, it's yeah. We probably have so many things that we might want to do to our cars, but we're like, ah, no, that's gonna come off weird or yeah. hard to explain. Yeah. Or, do you well, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I think it's because I mean we have like a certain kind of aesthetic that we go for to ourselves. Like whereas like that scene, like especially like the Decatora stuff, like where they do I the crazy love shit to the stuff. trucks. Oh, the trucks. Like yeah. that is fucking epic. Like I, I would I, I would love to see those. Where like would around even start you. with that. I know, stuff. It's, but it's it, yeah. Like I mean. There's just a lot because of the freedom. There are a lot more like scenes and different things happening that are pretty fucking wild. Like the show, the Shokot- Shokotan or whatever the fuck it's called. It's where the really accent, uh, really um, exaggerated splitters and like the. Is that the ones that, with the crazy cambered wheels? Yeah, that are, all like, that shit basically falling off the cars. Yeah, it's like it's gnarly, but it's like basically like a cartoon like version, right? Yeah. It's like yeah, th- that's what they're the, going for. The, the super high exhaust right. that's totally. Like it's like everything yeah, is exaggerated. Kids are doing that. I mean, stance cars are kind of going towards that, right? right? Yeah, but, it's it's gnarly. It's it's something else. It's definitely not something I would want to do. But like, I would I would like to see it. Like, but I would first. argue that the culture here, especially at the highest echelons, which would be like Pebble Beach, it's judge first. It's it's not like appreciate and take it in it's like what the fuck is wrong with this car yeah you know like i don't see overspray here right right exactly well, i mean and i think you're gonna have that there too right like there is that but is there? there's more yeah there is that too but yeah. it's like because you're going for that type of experience right so you people are building them to a, an extremely high like spec right in terms of authenticity or or they get, whatever they get away with so much customization yeah they that, but they also get away with that with like their outfits and everything, right? Like I don't know. I, I mean, kind of everything oh, out there, like, like oh, hairdos and all like, this stuff. Yeah, like, the whole lifestyle. Their aesthetics, with, yeah. and them, like so about California. I mean, California is kind of like I don't know, cutting edge of car culture. You could say throughout the last like hundred years, right? Like in a lot of, I mean, a lot of design studios are in California. Big um, car culture. Yeah, and all yeah. the hot rodding was kind of started in yeah. California for the most part, you know? Yeah. Um, a lot of the Porsche yeah. stuff's here. I mean, our group was is, Calif- you know, Northern California or yeah. Central California. So, so big, big I market. Guess, and I guess, do you think that is, because we have a little, because t- I mean, w- w- the question is kind of interesting because I think, I mean, I think it's a very valid question, but he misinterpreted what Jeff said. Jeff said that uh, there there's an interesting scene here and that we're part of, like like he just said, like we're a mainstay of that culture, but he didn't say it's unique or different. But like, really? Yeah. If you look, I actually went oh, okay. back and listened to it, but yeah. that's a valid question though, because kind of like what you're saying is like, we have like a little taste of the Japan thing to a certain extent, right? Because sure. we have a lot of ver- variation. There's like so many different things here in well, California. We also have a huge Asian population, so that's going to cross over. Yeah, there's that. Uh, but I mean, in terms of like, you go to the Midwest. We've kind of mentioned this in the past, and like maybe it's pretty limited, right? Because it's smaller towns with like smaller communities of people doing the same stuff. And if you step outside of that, you become an outsider. You become sort of like ostracized from like the community and the group, right? You can't show up with an Evo to a fucking like a rat rod meat you know like it's yeah. not you know what i mean yeah. so like whereas like here there's you you go to Kanepa, you see a little bit of variety a bit of everything and like that's like an example of like how varied the scene is and and there is but that's kind of yeah. california as a whole it's that's like what I'm a saying. melting california pot exactly. california is a melting pot for every everything everyone right, right. and Everyone's we also here have, from somewhere else you know it's just a, we have windy roads here too which uh, lends itself to cars that, that handle true. and drift and all that, that. also 
I think boosts the Northern California or Bay Area car scene a little higher than some of the Southern California well, stuff. Let's just talk about the different how it's different around. I mean, yeah. and I, I just want to touch on the fact that like Midwest, I think I get the impression that there's kind of a huge rally scene in the Midwest, like Subarus and stuff are big. Like hmm. I think there's like open Subarus space because it snows. It's well, yeah, I mean, and that too, but like, uh, you but know, like you can like go, it's flat it's based like on Nebraska, the like, these yeah, I'm, really? I, I don't know. I'm yeah. just throwing it out there, but I think I can that, see like that in Michigan or something like that, where you, you probably have a little bit more variation in the landscape and you have the weather, but I'm, I haven't looked into that. I know like obviously Northwest and Northeast has a lot of that, but, uh, but yeah, what were you saying though? Oh. Well, I was going to say that you said we have windy roads. And the Bay Area for sure. I mean, Southern California does too. I mean, they, they do. The canyons yeah, but I think and all that you stuff. have to search a little. For, there's not as many of them. You have to leave where you live to go f- get to find them. Sure. Where it's like in our daily drive, I can, like, I don't have to go out of the way to hit a windy road. Right. Um, and then the Asian influence is pretty strong here in Southern California as well. I mean, we have a ton of, like, Asian-only car club stuff going on all the time, mm-hmm. you know? The autocross stuff is a lot of Japanese cars, and um, I don't know. I, it's weird because, like you were saying, 100 years, this place has been, like, car central, and a lot of people want that freedom. We don't have great public transportation, so you need cars. Yeah. And We also so, don't have bad weather, so we drive that's, cars. That's a big we one. We can drive any car we want year-round. That's a big one. No rust. And you know, no, no, in <laughs> Southern California, it's hotter in the summer, so you get a whole different type of, like, you get, like, the custom car meets where people are just, like, cruising out and, like, showing their cars at night and stuff. And, mm. and a lot of that. us here can kind of avoid traffic. Where down south, you're kind of... Oh, yeah. If you're right in the heart of L.A. and you want to go on a fun drive, it t- takes a while to get yeah. to that, right? It takes 30 minutes, according to uh, Magnus Walker, <laughs> to get to the base of Angelus Crest. <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> that was pretty good, all right? That was good. Yeah. You're practicing your Magnus. He always says it takes 30 minutes. Are to those get dreadlocks base. coming in? <laughs> yeah, they're growing as we speak. Uh, so yeah. what, So could we, like, it, it would probably be hard to do, but can we, like, run through some com- big states and, like, classify? I don't like, know if we they're... can because I don't Okay, what about New York? So New York, no Man- one, Manhattan. Not many people have cars. It, you can't. It's super expensive to park. <laughs> yeah, but how about upstate New York? Yeah, there's tons of cars, tons of money. Connecticut. Yeah, um, yeah. They're usually. But there's also rust. They're either nice or completely beat. Right. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I we, mean, we I don't have much experience outside. I, I of we don't really have much experience at all. I think for about. the most part, they're running like newer cars, probably because cars don't last as long out there, and you need a car that's gonna work. You know, go through winter and all that stuff. A lot of them have winter beaters, and then they have another car as well. That whole idea, man, just like crazy, talking about right? that. no, but just like I, like there's winter? just like in the nine nine three forums and stuff or on red list like like last winter like people talking about putting, putting your car away, away yeah it's like fuck that sucks can you imagine <laughs> yeah. like putting your car away for like yeah, five like, months first drive of the season yeah and it's like yeah. i mean it's i imagine like you know it's it's definitely there's like a it's like a double-edged sword right, right? because like you hate the fact that experience but then the first time you yeah, go get to drive yeah. it it's like so euphoric well that's yeah. kind of like, like when you live in canada and the minute the sun comes out in you know, March or April, and you're like, holy shit, and everyone's like, shirts off, <laughs> having barbecues, slip and slides come out of nowhere. <laughs> it's probably the same thing with cars. It's like, holy shit, it's going to be sunny this weekend. Like, let's do this. But we were on Coastal Range Rally in the middle of February doing our thing. In beautiful weather. With, with a, normal car, you know, yeah. no, no cars were winterized. Yeah. 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 I don't know. We don't have enough uh, we don't have enough reflection. Yeah. 
Well, we're I think all from it's, this yeah, area. but I think it's, yeah, like, uh, spe- I mean, we can just focus on that, right? What we know and why, why things are the way they are here. I, What's I different would, between here and LA? I would say we have a little less car community than LA does, though. I think LA has a big car community. I, I, I feel that. I feel like Way it's more kind of, yeah. I, I feel like it's more, I mean, everyone keeps themselves and they're not really getting together as much. Exactly. It's like they, they everyone their does little, their own thing. Little yeah. tiny groups of guys yeah. like us, we might yeah. like go to a little drive here and there, or hang out, but. And San Diego has a big scene too. I mean, they have autocross yeah. and yeah, car shows. And, but for the most part, I think, I mean, there's little, there's the clubs and stuff like PCA and yeah. WCCA yeah. and stuff like that. But in general, I'd say NorCal is less show offy. For the most part, yeah. There is yeah. the... It's so hard to judge. <laughs> You're going to the... say the S word, that place? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, There's the guys that revving their Aventadors yeah. off and hitting the rev limiter for well, minutes at a time. It's really hard to generalize. Yeah. Right? It's, yeah. it's so... it's That's not very common here. Can we just... Compared to... you know, Can we parts. just accept that we have a rad car culture? We have a rad car culture, and I think that the main difference between here and many places is the fact that we just have so much diversity, right? In terms of culture yes. and people. And I think there's more... Tolerance and acceptance of like of everything, and but you're and saying California as a whole, California right? as a yeah. whole, and that includes cars, right? Like, I mean, you know, yeah, you have some guys who are like, I'm going to stick to this, and you know, and I hate everything else, but for the most part, people can appreciate everything. It seems right, yeah. or they're more there's more flexibility, yeah. Um, and I think that opens it up to a lot more variety and interesting yeah. shit. But um, I think there's definitely an interesting culture here. But I don't know. I mean, again, this is because we're kind of limited in our scope of like what we know. But there's a lot of like driving, uh, like gatherings, right? Like, which is pretty rad. And we like to partake in that type of stuff. Yeah. So like where I don't know if that's the norm elsewhere in the country. Like, do people like go on these drives or go on rallies or like you like, see a lot of there's a lot of car culture I've seen like in Atlanta, for example. But I think it's less of like the driving and more of like the car show. Showing. Yeah. You know, they have a lot of stance cars, a lot of. Um, in Atlanta, uh, yeah, huh. Atlanta. I just pictured donks uh, a everywhere. Lot of, a lot of that. Mm-hmm. A lot of probably American Muscle. Like more just show where we actually ours is like meeting up to go on a windy road and going and going right. to drive or do a rally. Like we have so many rallies up here in northern northern California. And I think it's important to note that the the cars survive here. I mean. Today I drove across town and there was a Pagoda Mercedes, a total driver. Be- right behind it was like a Riviera convertible. Dope. Really nice condition. And then there was a single cab Volkswagen bus going the opposite direction. That was in like a minute. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. and that's stuff that in yeah. some towns, if you're in the Midwest, yeah. one yeah, of those cars would be like, holy shit, I need to get a picture of that. That's really like, true, yeah. Because I mean, even when, uh, when Austin came out, remember he was driving, oh, we were driving was, around San Francisco yeah. and he was going nuts. He's like, you guys, he's like, I thought you guys were like seeking out all these cars you post and yeah. they're like fucking everywhere. <laughs> he, yeah, he was, he was like, I drove like you know we drove like two blocks to a, a bar a restaurant and we're like you know art's like there's a look at that international scout look at that oh check out this bug you know check out this yeah. like yeah. he was just like blown away by it yeah that i think you just I, take I it for granted about that. Guess, yeah we, we're just immersed in it it's like easier to do car spotting here than it is in other places we're cheating yeah, yeah we we're not cheating that. as much as eric though he just goes to a fucking like museum and takes pictures of cars <laughs> <laughs> hashtag car spotting <laughs> i give him shit for that though he, he knows <laughs> I, I i really like this idea though of thinking looking at how weather and road uh road style like affects what cars are around for like sure like for example las vegas where danny George, he sets up his Miata to be super stiff, and then he drives it up here, and he's like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. Like I set this up for Vegas. He roads. drove it here, and he's like, "My car sucks." Yeah, 
And I was like, your car sucks. <laughs> yeah. But then so you, there's like all these setup differences. And then you go to like Pacific Northwest and there's tons of Subarus and Volvos and yeah. like kind of hardy cars because everything terrain. has mud flaps and right. um, gun racks. Yeah, it is it is interesting. That's a whole other podcast. That's a map that we'll have to make. There you go, Brian. And Suspension setup across the United States. Suspension setup. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I thought like car culture. Have you seen like those maps? They would like, turn into car culture, yeah. Like in like like an elementary school, you have like a map of the world and it has like the culture and like yeah. the different yeah. dress. Yeah. yeah. So it could be like different cars. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, what shocks and springs you use. Shocks and springs. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's also the dress thing too. I think you'd have to add that. We, that. Need, we need a cartoonist on staff at DWA. All right. Well, that, I think that's it. That was that's a, good, a Thursday show. That was a good welcome back podcast. Yeah. Welcome yeah. back. That was a long Thursday show. You guys are. I know. You guys got a. You guys got a good one. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. <laughs> you're talking to the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> you guys really. Y'all got good. One. I just wish I could be a listener sometime. <laughs> you know? I'm, not, so I'm not allowed to. I got to talk. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. yeah thanks. See you next Great time. Review the show on Bye. iTunes. Peace. And send us your questions on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, and send us uh, yeah, send us questions. Send us pictures of you and your cars. Sweet. Or post pictures of you and your car and tag us in it or something. Sure. I don't know. Oh, and you should do the car builder thing. Oh, yeah, the configurator. Configurator. Hashtag configurator fun. Yeah, so Cam, by the Camden, Camden Tub. Tub podcast started doing configurations of cars. We... we uh, Wait, All, cars? Plural? Well, I, I last week know. they did the a 911. Yeah. This week so it's a 48. This week they're doing the 458. Or 458. So we might go along with that and then maybe pick our own or something for next week. Wait, they still have the 458 up? Bentley Mulsan. You can still configure a 458? Uh, 488, sorry. Oh, 488. That's what I tried to say. Tried. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's supposed to be like the best car ever made, according to Matt Ferrer. Have you guys seen uh, that? I drive? did, I did, yeah. I did. Right. So every new car is the best car, by the way, until it's not the new car anymore. And That's that why we note. like old cars. Bye. And Bye. on that note, goodbye. Lamborghini. Okay, but what if, the chest, full... what if the chest hair is coming out of a multicolored leather jacket? What Dude, the... are you just oh, how describing awesome be? right now? <laughs> describing awesome. <laughs>